Yo, 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 baby, what's up? Welcome back. Welcome to another episode of Football Without Hesitation. Oz here, Rusty. Can you hear that? Fuck, three weeks off. Hope the Quakes don't come back that way. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, it took a little time off. Major League Soccer took some time off as well. That was a great time to focus on other projects. And um, But here we go. I was, I was looking at the schedule and I was like, holy shit. Holy shit, the Austin match is already Saturday. I remember looking at that when the season was starting, and it was like, oh, okay, cool. The Quakes are going to they're gonna play Austin when they open their new stadium. That's going to be fun. And it's going to be all the way in June. I will see how what the world is like at that time. And it's going to be full fucking capacity. We'll get into that. We'll talk about that. And also what I've been getting into a lot more since the Quakes haven't been playing is uh, Oakland Roots. Like I said, I've been promising I wanted to do, cover the Oakland Roots some more. So I have been watching them. ESPN, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I'm such a, I, I feel like such a shill. And, I, and I, I'm someone that I, I didn't think ESPN was going to keep being. I thought they were just going to fall through, like, just be corporate sports shit and it fail. But, dude, ESPN Plus has got to be one of the best fucking deals for sports, especially if you like soccer. I know I've said it before. At this time, at this point, give me a fucking code or something. ESPN, so you can say football with hesitation 20 or some shit. FWH 20 to get your first half off your first month. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, it, it it's awesome that anywhere that I'm at, it's like, oh, shit. Okay, Oakland, they played today. And if I don't have my, my fucking Chromebook in front of me or I'm not whatever, I could just stream it on my phone. We'll get into that. And then also... This, I do record, again, this is out in Salinas, the Quakes podcast from Salinas, but we are getting our own USL championship team. I'm still going to keep covering the Oakland Roots. I fucking love their story. I love what they're doing. So I'm going to keep following that. But anyway, they're going to have some competition next year from a team out here and play out in Seaside, out at, at uh, CSUMB. Definitely gonna have to get into that. Definitely cover that. So I'll, I'll we'll get into that a little bit. I mean, there's not much, but there's something. Like like I was saying, the Quakes are coming back. That's bad. It's four losses in a row. Now you're going to to Austin expansion team, but they're fucking. They're opening their new stadium. They've played eight on the road. They want to show off. They want to show. And again, this is uh, this is one of those teams that was put together. With the obviously the intent to win, not like, all right, this is our first season. We're just going to, you know, get things going. And then a season or two down the road, we'll really put that the team together. Everything will come together how we want it. Fuck no. They were kind of, like I mentioned before, they're kind of one of these like LAFC, Atlanta United types that was ready to go from the gate. And, and it hasn't been that. The results haven't been that awesome. The results haven't been that great. They haven't fucking, I mean, you know, they have two wins. But again, this is from eight games on the road. Eight on the road. And the Quakes come in fuck, struggling. Struggling bad. You got Jackson Ewell back. I think that that's going to be a big key. Um, but, oh, before we get into that, just because just I got to know it into this little drama, dude. I love fucking, we need more drama in this sport. Drama will attract other people. <laughs> Apparently, they're trying to charge $70. For their away supporters tickets. And the Emerald City supporters from Seattle Sounders were like, nah, motherfucker, that's the most, by far. That's ridiculous. That's outrageous. 70 fucking dollars like that. So 
they said, we're boycotting. We're not going to your match. Which is funny because obviously a bunch of people were like, yeah, well, they're just going to sell those tickets. Fuck you, you know. But hell no. I think, I, and honestly, I would have been on that boat as well maybe three or four years ago. I would have been that asshole to being like, okay. I mean, it's Emerald City, so they will definitely get, you know, 60 or so. A good amount. Yeah, three or four years ago, I would have been like, oh, sure, whatever. But no, after what happened with Columbus, with then with the rebrand especially, it's fucking the owners realize how important it is to have a happy and strong fan base. So anyway, and the big key was like, all right, the fucking Austin fans got to say something. And right before I started recording, that I, I saw that they, the Verde, what are they called? Verde something? Or is it just Verde? Anyway, them green cats, they put out a statement and they were like, yo, we stand in solidarity with, with Emerald City supporters. This is some fucking bullshit. You know, like being able to go to away matches is an important part of the game. And we demand the fucking, they fucking put, uh, like change the prices to align to MLS standards or not standards, but averages or whatever. So we'll see. We'll see how, how Austin front office responds. It's Austin. I know I talk shit about pre-court and all this shit, but they're going to, in order to keep that look of, oh, we're Austin, we're cool, dude, we got Matthew McConaughey, they're going to have, they're going to (laughs) acquiesce. That's the one word. That's the one word on the podcast that you get. But I, I, I think, at least, I think the front office will be like, you know what, we get it. Post pandemic, there was a lot of demand, but. We understand in the spirit of solidarity, and we're going to do this. So anyway, that has nothing to do with the Quakes playing on Saturday. If the Quakes lose, that's five losses in a row. In the the four losses, you've only had one goal. So fuck. And I don't know. Obviously online, on the social medias, everybody's all pessimistic and shit. But I've said it before. If the Quakes are better than a team on paper... They can they can beat them anywhere, and I think this is one of those situations. I think the the San Jose Earthquakes are better, but it's that that whole fucking the the first. Not only is it the first match at your home stadium, it's fucking you've had COVID. I've if you if you Google that shit, like Austin is pumped. The whole fucking city is is so excited that they have a major league team because they don't have anything else. They don't have any they don't NBA, let's say basketball, but NBA, MLB, NHL, NFL. They don't have anything else. Now they have Major League Soccer, and it fits their kind of city, you know, kind of young, hip, whatever kind of shit. So they're pumped. They're fucking pumped. So I know that place is, is going to be buzzing. That team, they, they live there. So they're probably getting interviewed all the time. They're hearing, they're seeing all this. They know this whole fucking city, this whole area is going to be looking at them on Saturday and expecting them to represent them well. So that's what's like, that's what I'm like, fuck. So I'm like, I, fuck. I mean, you look at it all, and again, they've played on the road, but it's not that impressive. It's It's not. It's got good names. Good things have happened, but it's not. It's not the best. They're so Austin right now is they're two four and two, six goals for nine against. So negative three differential. That they the defense is weak. 
half of those goals come from Cecilio Dominguez. What this, what's cool is we're we're gonna get to see Danny Hoosen and Nick Lima again. More than likely, I don't. I look like uh, Hoosen might have been injured, but I don't know. I don't know how bad the injury was. So we may or may not see Lima. So I'm like, uh, usually where do I go? I go to Who Scored. You know, I'll go to Who Scored really and. Just click around, look at all the heat maps or chalkboards, and be like, "All right, what, what, how does this team play? How can the Quakes beat them?" One thing that stood out to me is that the Austin's is they're, they're the second worst in allowing in shots per game. They allow nineteen point six shots per game, and we know the Quakes when the Quakes are playing their way that they're, they're taking shots. If Austin is one of these teams that is playing that, all right, we're going to absorb the shots and hopefully they don't go in and get you on the counter or something it could be a long night for them it could be a long night because the quakes live in that mode but can the quakes do it you know can the quakes pull that off they they haven't been this prolific shot team that they were a couple years ago you know how jackson yule fits back into the lineup at this point it's pretty evident you know it's pretty well you know jackson he's not having the best season he's not having the best season so far i, I don't know what it is last year was fucking crazy for everyone. again we all knew that shit that we don't need to bring that up a million times but wh- what is it what the hell is it is it a temporary funk is it just is the magic gone <laughs> is is he just not believing the system anymore i is he he's seen so far down the road i don't know the way I, I personally, the way I see it, I think it should be back with him and Judson in the midfield. I know Remedi's there has been his play has really not shown a reason to to not start him. He's been playing pretty pretty good, but Ewell and Judson worked so well last season, and Jude, the defense is still weak, and and Judson helped so much. So much, and again, not that Remedi has been some fucking colander or something, just letting everything through, but Jutsen was just a, a fucking force last season. It allowed Yule to just kind of survey the field. Some, I, I don't know, it took off some kind of pressure. I guess he realized, oh, okay, I don't have to worry so much about being on defense. I could just focus on as soon as we transition into the offense, I'm pouncing and I'm looking and we're moving forward. I don't know what it was, but to me that that's just, it, it sucks because Remedy again is playing well, but I, this team is just different and in, in the midfield and it's so, it's soccer. You know, it's soccer. You don't have to be the fucking uh, Johan Cruyff or some shit to fucking know that the strong midfield is where it all starts. That's the most important thing. And so to me, it's just like you can't. Okay, the defense is going to be what it is and the offense, same deal. The midfield is strong. And when the midfield is strong and playing well, you are capable of of playing with some of the better teams in your conference. So so again that's where it is. I I'm I'm not in training. I don't know I don't know the guys. So I I don't know if it's something else with you. It's been too long 
it's who he's shown to what it's it's got to be a temporary thing this wasn't like a, a flash in the pan that he had three or four great matches and there's all this hype and all of a sudden it went away no that yule is legit <laughs> he's certified he's just in a funk so i i don't know how you get out of it personally just because it worked with fucking jutsen and jutsen is ready you you know because on on the other side in austin you, you have alex ring hasn't been the best it's a, it's i mean actually it's kind of jackson yule type situation He's had some good moments, especially earlier in the season, but he's been just all right. You know, him and, and Pochettino combining to mean this fucking super thing hasn't worked out. And actually, if you look at the stats, fucking Pochettino stands out. Like, he's 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 had to try to carry the team, but it it really hasn't worked out so far. And, and it can. It's MLS. You don't, you know, one person can carry a team a pretty good distance but it, it just hasn't maybe it'll maybe they need to be at home in front of their own fans i don't know i hate to sound like an asshole but i i, I think the quakes i i really like the quakes chances i honestly think or one of the more tricky things is going to be that that momentum that boost that they get from playing at home you know that the new stadium q2 stadium brand new you know, in front of fans that are pumped, in front of a city that is pumped, it's a big deal. That's a variable that I don't know that I I, I can't I can't account for. But other than that, I I really, if it was just another match, if this was just the fiftieth match at Q two Stadium that nobody was concerned about, you know, it was just another one. I really would like the Quakes' chances. I, I still think I do. I still think Christian Espinoza can dribble around some of these players and I, and the, they can get a lot of shot opportunities. That that's that's Austin's weakness. That that's how they have been beaten before. But it's it's kind of the Quakes executed. And the Quakes can't execute it if they can't get the ball to Christian Espinoza, which it's it's that fucking midfield. A midfield of Remedi and Judson is very strong defensively, but it cannot transition. It cannot get the ball to Espinoza fast enough to where he they can start pressing the other team. You need Yule. Yule's the one that can make the passes. And when Yule's in there, he needs to make the fucking passes. I, I Like I said, I like the Quakes' chances. And this is a Quakes podcast, so you know what? I'm going I'm Quakes 2-1. to one. I don't give a fuck. We're spoiling the fucking party. I, but I was, dude, I was looking at the, they sent them the media assets, but, you know, it's an hour-long thing of uh, Almeida answering questions, and I don't know, he just doesn't seem right. Something seems off. I think I, I went back and I looked at an older interview, and it looked pretty fucking identical the way he was answering them. So I'm like, I need to stop looking at this. I'm just, I'm thinking about it way too much at this point. I don't think there's anything there. That's fucking bullshit. Almeida's Almeida. So anyway, so yeah, so that's why I fully expect this team to come out on Saturday and be like, dude, we've lost four in a row. That That's that's fucking embarrassing. We want to show that we're we're past this fucking hot cold type thing that we do. And 
they're gonna come out and and have something to prove. Yule Yule's hearing the fucking rumbles of oh he's not having the best season. He's gotta he's gotta prove himself. That's where I'm like they doing it. I'm calling it two to one quakes. It's gonna be fun. It's it's gonna be like four to three or five to four. But right here, what I'm saying. What I'm calling is two to one San Jose Earthquakes spoiling the party, Q2 Stadium. They're going to be all sad, but not really because they're going to be drunk and partying. So, no big deal. No big deal. Anyway, um, like I've said before, I, I want to talk more about the Oakland Roots. We have more professional soccer locally. And USL Championship is the second highest uh, division in soccer. So, so Oakland, woof, it's not the best. This is actually their first season. They were in what's the other one called? Like USL Premier, some the the Premier. Anyway, this is their first year up in the USL Championship. Their 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 first win in USL Championship came on May twenty third, dude, against Galaxy Two. That was fucking cool. They the Quakes lost the Clasico, but. Fucking roots were like, we got your back, dude. And I don't know if anyone said that or made the connection or anything, but come on. Bay Area beat them, and it was a great come come from behind win. And that's where I was like, oh, okay, this team's pretty fucking fun. And then on June 2nd, they played Sacramento Republic, and that was the one, dude. That was, if you were curious, uh, if you wanted to, to, if you wanted to follow them or not, you should watch that one against Sacramento Republic. And if you can watch the replay, watch that shit. It's so much fun. It was so much fun. They went back and forth and back and forth. And, dude, okay, so Sacramento Republic, they've been in USL Championship a while, again, teasing to go up to MLS. This is a fucking, it's a good team. It's a fucking very good team in USL Championship. So Sacramento, uh, Sacramento, Oakland goes up 2-1 to one in the 40th minute. So it to me it it'd be like all right this is a perfect opportunity to just bunker down to be like fuck it we're beating this team we we you know got our first win in the this league last week we're going for our second one we're beating this team that's been here a while that's one of the good teams and we could just chill but fuck no uh, the coach Jordan Farrell gets up and he's like dude. You could you could see it. He's on the edge. He's on the edge of the sideline, and he's just pushing his team forward, pushing his team forward, saying, "Dude, like, go, go for that third goal, go, you know, keep going." Which ended up working out, not because they. I mean, they did get the third goal, but Sacramento came back. So I'm like, without that energy, if you were just bunkering down and you just let Sacramento just take tee off, they could just steamroll you. But Oakland, we went shot for shot. They went shot for shot. They, they kept going back. Dude, they brought in, uh, what's it? Jeremy Bokila. Bokila, I, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. But this dude, he can't, He was he was huge. And as soon as he came in, maybe within a, a minute, he was so close. Dude, this guy reminded me so much of Chris Wondolowski. Not physically. He this dude was huge. He was way bigger than Chris Wondolowski, but he was so smart. And because it was obviously when he came in that it's like this guy is is an offensive threat. It's so fucking obvious. Somebody marked this dude. 
when they're on offense, somebody better be on this dude. But when Oakland got into the box or when, when they played it into the box, this dude always found some open space. And I was like, first of all, you're huge. How the fuck can you find that space? And it's like, so just to be so smart to understand the, the spacing, I don't know. I, I was just like, oh, shit, I've seen that before. And fucking Wando. You know, Wando is the master of that. Of I don't know. They just know how to do that math in that box, you know? They just, like, see shit. And they're like, oh, if I stand here, they'll be farther away from everybody. And so Bokila comes in. He ends up scoring the, the third goal for Oakland. Sacramento comes back. Ends in a draw, but fucking amazing. It was a fucking amazing match. And then most recently on the 12th, what, a week ago, they played Orange County. Orange County, they beat them one to nothing. They scored fuck right at the right at halftime. And this is another one. I mean, I don't know. Orange County, you know, watching it, they, they kind of were dominating most of it. Oakland didn't have that many. They had some pretty good like counterattacks or, or some you know opportunities, but for the most part, Orange County dominated. But it was just one to nothing. It was just one to nothing. They were down there. They were in Orange County. And I don't know. I, I think that the, that seemed like like a pretty decent result. And then I so I, I know it may, you know USL Championship might not be. People are like motherfucker. I'm barely learning Major League Soccer now. You're trying to throw USL Championship on here. Basically, you know the teams that Oakland has played: Phoenix, LA Galaxy, two Orange County, Sacramento Republic. Those are some of the best fucking teams in the Pacific Division. Those teams have been there for a while. They're they're good, you know. And four four points out of it, you know, they got four points. That that's something, you know. Now you're going, you know. I mean, you play Sacramento again, and I'm so excited for that shit. That's on Saturday as well. Saturday is Bay Area soccer, dude. If if you're listening to this on Friday or Saturday. Oakland Roots play Sacramento at 5.30. It's fucking, it's going to be great. But then, ooh, Austin. They play Austin. See, oh man, they're going to they're gonna avenge or they're going to add to the Quakes, to the Bay Area's dominance of Austin. I don't know. But, and the, the schedule's going to get easier. And this team has been in all their matches. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they can pull off. Jordan Farrell has got, you know, Again, he's got that fucking energy. He did. It, it's so interesting. I, I mean, really, and all I have is to reference it is the quakes. But again, seeing Jordan Farrell on the sideline with that energy is very reminiscent of Matias Almeida on the sidelines with that energy. Uh, again, just just how they play. So it's 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 fun. It's fucking fun soccer, and it's exciting. And it's Bay Area, baby. It's Bay Area, and yeah, this is how I'm going to end it with this. Speaking of Bay Area soccer, my Bay Area, the Monterey Bay Area, we're getting our own USL championship team next year. It's going to be fucking great, dude. Right here, we're going to have Oakland, Sacramento, and Monterey Bay FC. It's going to be fucking cool. Just in this area, it's going to be it's going to be fun. Plus, you got you know you add the San Diego team, Orange County, LA Galaxy. Las Vegas, it's fucking, oh, it's going to be so fun. But anyway, today they announced their jersey sponsor, and it was fucking Montage Health. 
montage. Um, yeah, basically, you know, I don't know if it's an HMO in itself or just like a hospitals or whatever, but it's one of the big health organizations in this area. Pretty big deal, I think. That's a pretty good one. So yeah, that's fucking cool, man. I I, I like seeing it come together. As soon as that got announced, one of my soccer-loving friends texted me. You know, it's like, hey, are you following this? Are you seeing what's going on? And so it's it's exciting to see that. It's exciting to see soccer people in this area get excited. And it's exciting that there's an opportunity for more professional soccer in this area. I don't have to drive a whole hour. I mean, I still will. I love the Quakes, and I'm going to keep doing it. But I'll have something closer as well. But anyway, I just want, you know, wanted to quickly you know pass on the information that this is what i found about austin i think it's winnable i think it's a winnable match dude they're all winnable obviously but i don't know the quake's gonna spoil the party i fucking love it but anyway yeah oz here football without hesitation uh if you if you again if you're not familiar this is a production of a company called salad bites media which is my company but we have other podcasts dude if you're just like i fucking love this oz guy i want some more then uh, go check out uh, you know Selena's Underground podcast, which is mine about Selena's. If you don't know what Selena, you know, if you're not from there or anything, it might be kind of weird for you. But we also have the Electro and Bondo Movie Power Hour. I am frequently on that as well, and we discuss movies, usually new releases. We also have the Eight Three One Comadres for all your young Latinx needs. Um, yeah, dude, Frenchie and Samantha are talking about topics that I don't know if they've necessarily been ignored, but in our culture, you know, coming being Mexican, Latino, whatever you want to call it, there's certain things that, that we don't talk about, and Frenchie and Samantha on Ethereum Comadres are not afraid to talk about it. So if you want to go listen to that, check that out. We also have the Knock Nakama podcast for if you like anime. I like cartoons, but these dudes are heavy into cartoons or anime, as they call it. Yeah, dude, Sal and Cruz will, will fuck. They will school you. They'll school you on on some fucking anime. But yeah, it's a Nakama podcast. Check them out, dude. Check any of about Salad Bites Media fucking family out. It's fucking awesome. But we'll catch you on next week. See how the quakes do. Peace out.